Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Sneaker Enthusiast Podcast. My name is Brian, and each week, my brother Nacho and I sit down with a guest, and we geek out on sneakers that we used to wear back in the day, sneakers in the current rotation. We interview people in the sneaker industry, and basically, if you're into sneakers, you've come to the right place. For this week's guest, we interviewed Anthony Levine. Anthony Levine is a YouTuber slash rapper. Um, he also goes by Tony Diamonds, and on Instagram, his handle is verse001. If you've been into sneakers for the past couple of years and you're on YouTube at all, you've definitely seen his videos and you've probably seen his photos too on sneaker blogs because sneaker blogs tend to use his photos, including me when I make a video for the Not Your Average Finds YouTube channel and I need like a reference photo for a shoe. I always use Anthony Levine's on feet looks because he has so many sneakers and he posts like really high quality HD photos and like B-roll footage of sneakers on feet and he's just He's dope, and we had him on the show. We talked the ins and out of of YouTube and sneaker YouTube, and and how he he built his audience, and and we get all we get into all of that in the, in this episode. Unfortunately for this week, there is no segment of wear one, remake one, erase one. I was just too busy. If you follow me and Nacho on Instagram, you saw that we just dropped some sneaker enthusiast hats. We also dropped them in the group, and I've been busy shipping them out. It's our first drop ever, and yeah, it was a. It was a big learning experience and I just didn't have time to make a graphic for the wear one, remake one, erase one for this episode. But we will be back with that next week. And let me know what you guys think about that. If if it's boring or if you if you if it's your favorite part of the show, I don't know. Let us know. Email us at nachoaveragefinds at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. And uh, I'm not going to waste any more time in the intro. Let's get into our interview with Anthony Levine. Thanks so much for being on the, on the show, bro. Uh, appreciate it. Um, been a big fan of the YouTube channel for a long time. I know David's been a bigger, a big fan for even longer. Yeah, I appreciate that. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, tight, tight. Thanks, guys. Yeah, you guys' channel kills it too. Appreciate it, bro. Um, so I mean, just to get things started, like how we do with with all our guests, can you just talk about like what it was that got you into sneakers, or do you remember like what are some of like your earliest sneaker memories, and and how did you even fall into into collecting kicks like that? Well, it's kind of like a a long tail, so I could go for like the abbreviated version. But basically, um, uh, I used to be like pretty heavy set of a dude. And uh, for most of, well, now, not I don't know if it's most of my life now, but for like a bulk of it. And then um, uh, scenarios happened where like I was motivated to like, um, it was like embarrassing stuff that happened to, uh, to where I was like motivated to like lose and so like uh the point of bringing that up is like over the cost of like um over the time of like losing uh i had to buy new clothes eventually Uh right but i was never really a clothes guy like i was literally like wear the same dirty wu-tang t-shirt like seven days in a row like type of dude but then like uh and i had like maybe one beat pair of adidas or like some dcs or something but then like Mm -hmm. uh so I go to buy new clothes and I buy like a bunch of stuff. Right. And then, cause also I was like, happened to just turned from being like, like a, 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 I'm not gonna say I had like a good job at the time, but it was definitely better than like the entry level jobs that I had like before. So, um, in terms of weight, like how much weight did you lose, bro? Like from, from, from what to what? Uh, I think I started at like 275 pounds and now I'm like at a wrap float around 155, 160 in there. Oh, okay. So that's like some life changing shit. Yeah. Yeah. I got a pic on my Facebook. That's like, I like to repost every now and then just to remind people that even 
super lazy dudes like me could like pull it off but like basically well anyways uh back to the tale though so uh upon buying some new clothes um uh i've had to get new shoes also uh like my feet i'm not gonna say they shrank but they did they did like change a little bit there's not that much fat down there i guess if you're overweight a little bit but uh it did change the size so i went to buy new shoes too and uh and i forgot what i got like it, it came down to buying like this gray kind of plain pair i think i went in like a zoomies and i came or like a multicolored like teal kind of quirky pair and i was like you know what f it i'm just gonna go for the quirky pair and then so i buy that wear the fit like out that night to the club and uh immediately was getting like props and compliments left and right so uh and so after that i was like oh, okay so i started looking up kicks like online and uh, I found a site called NSB.org at the time, I think it was. Uh-huh. And uh, it was like a Nike SB forum. Um, uh-huh. and, but they had other shoes in there as well. So you could, if you wanted to know about like Jordans and stuff, they had that in there. And you know, a lot of this was on forums in the day. Oh, yeah. Uh, so this is probably about like 2007, 2008. So then um, uh, I found out about the Heineken SB which had already been come out. But then the, what happened was the new castles were about to drop. And uh, I live in Santa Cruz where at the time there's probably like five, six, well, like four or five skate shops that had SBs in them. Now I think there's like one, two kind of depending, but like really only just like the one. Is that Bill's Wills? Yeah. That's the main one. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Uh, so, but in the day, I think it, I went to like Skateworks or whatever, and they had like Dr. Feelgoods and like, uh, Newcastles and stuff in there and Donatello's. It was like right around that time. So I pick up the Newcastles. Um, I think it was like on sale or something. Cause I only had one size left and I thought it was going to be like the next Heineken. Like I didn't really get how it worked yet. So I was like, oh, okay, you know, that's a beer. This one's a beer. I'm collecting shoes now. It's a collectible. But I used to collect comics and stuff back in the day when I was a kid. So I got like collecting uh, and, and and stuff like that. So that was really what got me into it was like meeting new shoes and then getting compliments on that. And then it led to me like going down this rabbit hole. And then I just caught the bug. Yeah, the bug, man. I know, I know when 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 Nacho was 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 getting into, into sneakers, he was also up on those forums like like nike talk and, and soul collector were you on that sb um forum too david no i was just mainly on nike talk i mean i was on the soul collector boards too but just mainly nike talk and then uh there was like you know there was uh sam from ftk or whatever there was like a like a local one it was mainly for like underground like hip-hop within the central valley but it also had like a forum like i think like dedicated to sneakers and i was mainly just on that thing and that's kind of like how i like like learned i mean i've always been into sneakers you know, since I was a child, but like, that's when like, you, like once like you start and you're like, oh, this is what I'm going to do. Like, it's crazy. Like, I feel like the floodgates just open. Like once you got your first pair and then you just end up with like multiple pairs. Like if you have the means, yeah. you know, like, you know, a job or whatever, you're just buying a pair it's of sneakers. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> like, like you go hard. from, you go from two pairs of sneakers to like six, seven, rack. eight, you know what I mean? Like tell you what bro uh speaking on that uh i when i first started i still had like i was still single i still had like a housemate and stuff so i was like i had like a little area of the living room that i was like is it cool if i put part of my overfill here 
because I had like maybe 20 pairs or something when I was like, you know, a few months in. Mm -hmm. And uh, I uh, eventually it got to be too much uh, co-space getting taken up by the sneakers. I had like probably a little wall starting to build up. Uh, I didn't have racks or anything. So I actually went to uh, Home Depot and they had this rubber shed uh, that they keep outside, like right out in front that you could walk up and oh, buy. I know those. And they're like, I know those. they're like about four or 500 bucks for the, like the big rubber made like outdoor shed. Yeah. And I got, I got that and I got some, uh, like a caulking gun and some caulk and then went in there and like, um, sealed it all up and built it all in our backyard. And then I started putting my shoes in there. <laughs> and so like, which in retrospect is like a terrible idea because it's outside basically, even though you seal it up. Isn't Santa Cruz hella humid? Isn't it hella humid over there? Uh, nah, nah, not huh? really. But it was like, it was, uh, it's, uh, no, nah, it's good weather out here. It's usually kind of overcast or like kind of sunny. It's, it's yeah. fine. But like, but, uh, um, in any case, it got, it gets gross in there anyway, cause it's outside. So there's like a dirt gets in there, uh, bugs and shit. So like, uh, can I swear on here? Yeah. Hell oh, yeah. Okay, cool, cool. Didn't know if it was like about to be on, on YouTube. Uh, so, um, uh, so eventually, luckily, uh, when I, you know, moved in with my then girlfriend to now wife, um, we got a space that allowed me to like, have like, you know, an area where I could keep the sneakers at. And, um, and so, yeah, but yeah, the shed, uh, I remember we used to be like, <laughs> like the, my, the homies would come over and they'd be like, Oh, you got to go out to the shed and I open it up and there's just like <laughs> shoes but it's all in this confined cram little space and all the boxes on the bottom are all destroyed from like these stacks. Cause I didn't know to get shelves. You didn't, you didn't put a booth in there. <laughs> I didn't put anything in there. Yeah. No, it, uh, although, <laughs> although, uh, recording in here, it's actually my sneaker area. It's like off to the side over here. Mm -hmm. You've probably seen it in the background of the videos, yeah. but it's, it's, that's where it is in the room. There's the Homer from the videos. Mm -hmm. Uh, and, uh, basically, um, uh, it is all basically high quality foam and rubber when you think about it. So, uh, I mean, it's in boxes and stuff, but, uh, it's oh, yeah, a lot true. of like a lot of sound diffusion that happens. Cause it's just these, un, you know, these jagged box stacks with like, you know, and I got a couple of racks with some metal that could throw some reflections in the mix, but yeah, like I've had, you're not the first person to like suggest to use like the sneakers as, uh, some sort of like soundproofing device. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so uh, and when we record, I generally tend to aim it so the mic is facing that way. So you can like wrap your lyrics with the, like, cause your first, you know, reflections are like back here yeah. and like off to the side of the mic. So yeah. It'll absorb it. Yeah. Hey, uh, hey, so you started off. So pretty much with SB. So you were like right there, right. When like in, in the middle of the SB hype as it was, or was it like towards the end? Like, well, the newscastles came out in what, like 2000? His gold box. Six? 2008. Yeah, 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 the gold box, yeah. And then you just stayed with, uh, you just stayed with Dunks, or did after, after the Dunks, did you just venture off with other things? Well, you know, I started going into like the other areas of the forums, and so like, uh, for example, um, I go on the Jordan forum, and I saw like, that's, like, Jordan 3s are pretty big. I was actually speaking on this in my Cool Gray video recently, where, uh, the cool gray three had like just come out the year before when I started collecting. And so I was seeing everybody was like rocking them and, uh, and I didn't have a pair. And so that's why it was dope for me to finally get those. Cause that takes me back nostalgically, even though I didn't have that shoe, that was like a shoe that was around like 2007, 2008. 
Uh, matter of fact, there's a lot of well-known Jordans that have re- just retroed or came out in 2006 through 2008 time. Yeah. Right. You had like a version of, I think there was like some fire reds and military fours that come out, fire red threes that come out. Yeah. That was around that time. Yeah. Uh, stealth fives there, you know, maybe a couple years before that. So it was like right in that little, like three, four, five year span was all the Jordans that had just come out. So like there was stuff to get into. And that's when I started to learn about like old Jordans. Like when I was a kid, uh, like I grew up in the eighties when kids at my school had Jordans, but I always had like, I had to wear like beat vans and like karate shoes and pro wings and stuff. When I was a kid, like my parents didn't get me like any of the cool stuff. And when they did get me Nikes, there was a store called Copeland's. Oh yeah. And, uh, Hell yeah. Copeland sports. <laughs> and they had, you know, they would have Jordans, but then they would have um, like the more budget, like, you know, like two for 45 Nikes and like two for 80 or whatever it is. And, and those will get you like, it's better than wearing pro wings to school. I'll tell you that. So, uh, or XJ 900s, which is like the other Payless shoe source joints. And, um, and then Payless got shacks and then, you know, uh, but, uh, uh, but basically, yeah, I used to wear those, um, I did not have cool shoes ever. And like I said, I didn't really care about fashion for a long ass time, but like I, you know, but I got cool. You never even had skate shoes like growing up, like going to Copeland's. Oh, yeah. Hills Wills. yeah. Yeah. I had like, uh, uh, just whatever was cheap though. You know, like I didn't yeah. really buy it to be buy like a cool shoe necessarily. I just wanted like a gray or black shoes that I could like wear around. And I, I mean, I even wore like some black Tim's around for a long time. Like I just had these Tim's that were just like indestructible. Oh yeah. Uh, they worked. They, I could wear them at work. I could wear them like wherever. And so, uh, I, I rocked black Tim's for like a year, uh, until like literally the heel drag on those things was like a right angle by the time I finally chucked them. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, let me see. Yeah. And, but then once I got SBs and then there was like this, there's a store in Santa Cruz called Pacific wave that used to, I don't know if they still have them really, but, or if they do, it's probably not dunks, you know, it's probably like other stuff. Cause they're not like, a, I don't think they're a huge count for SBs particularly, mm-hmm. but, uh, at the time they would have SBs and they wouldn't be able to sell them all. And so they actually had it on the discount rack and I'm not talking like, like Nike outlet prices. I'm talking like two for 50, you know? Yeah. So I remember like, I, I would, like the homies would give me money. I would go in there and I would just cop like all the homies. We all had dunks. Cause like, although I was really the one that was into them, but you know what I'm saying? Cause like I could get them for so cheap. So people are like, why not? So I would go in there. They'd be like, you think these shoes are cool? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, you get, give me 25 bucks. I'll go in there right now. And then, so I'd go in there. I got tie dye mids and TV mids for 25 bucks. Uh, what else did I get? Uh, venom highs the gold box venom highs like the good ones for 25 yeah. uh, i got those a couple times there grip tapes all types of different stuff all around in that like um late gold box early blue box time yeah same, same here like growing up as a little skater kid in fresno we had a copeland's and they had the two for 50 sale, and I, we used to find like dunks in there just like random ass dunks like random ass colorways nothing um, like non-sbs yeah, non S or no, there were SBs. There were some like weird SBs. Oh. Um, but I, some of our my homies did have like they had like the uh, the Reese Forbes, like the uh, was, was it like the real tree camo on it? Had like camo on it, and then uh, I remember I had these like high top uh, dunks that were like turquoise. I, I don't I don't know the name of the model, but I skated the shit out of them. 
I had a friend who like sk- he skated in Tiffany's, dude. Uh, and, yeah. Like just maybe like, you had some sea crystals if they were like a high di- a high top turquoise SB dunk with sw- that was all suede with a black yep. swoosh. That's exactly the yeah. Shoes, right? That's a pretty well known. That's a pretty well known silver box SB. Yeah, this one of my faves actually. I got a pair. Hold on a second. Oh, uh, let me. Uh, yeah, grab it. Grab it. Uh, was it uh was it these exactly bro those are exactly bro i remember doing a switch flip off a five-star at a wani uh middle school in fresno california and just like go on stock x and look up sea crystals and then regret skating those (laughs) i know man and they weren't they weren't good skate shoes either bro they were like i was just trying to flex i had the tall man You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, bro. I now I'm when I say I didn't care about fashion as a bit of a misnomer because actually I was starting to get into it a little bit before I just didn't know what I was doing. But like when long jerseys and super long tees were in, I'm not a tall man, by the way. Let me tell you that right off the bat. So I remember uh, anything that was like a like a triple XL or whatever on me is like fitting like a dress for sure. <laughs> but I did it anyway because like everybody had that, you know, like a flat room, the super long like tee. How big I had all this I how big was that fitted hat? Super big. <laughs> like it was like, you know, like Fabo big, like just yeah. cocked off to the side. Yeah. I thought it was so I think everybody wore like a size eight. Yeah, yeah, like a size eight fitted with like a triple or quadruple XL all length like uh, knockoff yeah. tee off eBay or uh yeah knockoff yeah. eBay jersey. Yeah, I remember I had like this janky like terry cloth jersey I got on eBay. I didn't know anything, dude. Like I didn't know about knockoffs. I didn't know about this, that, or the other. I was just like, oh, you know, just uh, stumble my way through this. Uh, I don't have any. Well, I wonder. See, I kind of regret not having some of that stuff now because it'd be kind of funny to pull out, but I didn't keep any of this. David, David, do you remember when I got those babes? So I don't know. I was like, I remember it was like on my dad's computer. Yeah, and I wanted babes hella bad. And I bought some fake ass babes. They were like forty bucks or fifty bucks. And they were like, they were like red and white. They were like the color. Yeah. They're like red, white, and blue. You remember and that? They were like, and they were super thin. They were like candy pat- patented uh, babes. <laughs> it was terrible. Babes. Those, and I, I used to wear them in high school. And you were like, bro, those are fake. I didn't know shit about sneakers. You were already like deep into it. Yeah. Like, you me so hard, bro. Well, I mean, you know, I was trying to teach you things. I mean, eventually you got to stealing my sneakers, but mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Oh, I used to go in your room. I used to wear the denim dunks, uh, not That's the not true. the Reese Forbes ones, but the, just the denim dunks. Yeah, the CL. Oh, yeah, dunks. I had a pair of those. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, those your ventilators. Yeah, yeah, the Reeboks and stuff like that. Yeah. Wait, so so Tony, you talk about having like a collector's mind, like before you even got into kicks, and you you were already like collecting comic books and stuff. Like, like did when you got into sneakers, were you collecting sets? Or like, do you find yourself like trying to collect, like chasing sets or is it just like kind of random kind of like intuition? It's just random. Like, uh, you know, I just like, um, well, I kind of do stuff differently now than I did in the day because now I have like a YouTube channel and there's other stuff to consider, you know, when I'm buying a sneaker. But like in the day, uh, well, at first, um, cause when I collected comics, like that was really just me. Like when I was a kid, I'd take my little like couple weeks of allowance and go to the comic store and like splurge and buy like four or five comics or whatever. So like by the end of it though, I wound up with like probably seven of those long white comic book store boxes. You know what I'm talking about? Like the yeah, skinny oh yeah, white yeah. box full of bagged and boarded comics all in there. And some of them like people knew I was in the comics. And so they would give me, 
you know, certain ones. So I have ones that are really old. That I never even bothered looking up like what even is up with the comic at all. I just read them and put them in there and never looked at them again. But uh, I was big into like Spider-Man and Spawn. But anyway, uh, so when I collected shoes, though, it was like it's the same kind of a thing. Like I didn't really collect for value. I just kind of collected for like what I liked in terms of new shoes. But being on those forums was helpful because uh, you kind of could see like sort of what the flavor. The thing is, like at that time, uh, I feel like the uh, the collectability aspect of sneakers had more less to do with like the inherent value right up front of what the sneaker either is worth or is going to be worth like the what is worth was more like a symptom than like a cause to buy the shoe you know what i mean like it was more like okay these like the black and red air jordan ones are coming back out right and then so you just want to have that sneaker because that's the iconic sneaker Mm -hmm. and by being on these forums and like doing this for a while i know this and uh and um so if that sneaker drops again then i'm going to be on top of it because now i'm like okay like i remember actually watching michael jordan when he would be actually playing in a game that was came out that day you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. a live game that i'm watching or whatever like in the 80s i remember this but i was never really paying attention to the shoes like i just knew michael jordan was good and then watch it uh and um as well as like chris mullen and all that stuff because warriors but uh anyway um basically uh so collecting the sneakers is more like just my eye for it. And I don't always pick ones that wind up being anything, you know, sometimes I just get a random sneaker and it's just a sneaker only I like. Um, and yeah, then sure. other times, other times it's like a sneaker I got cause it was on sale. Sometimes I want to complete sets, you know, when I feel like I'm almost there, like if there's three in the set or like with the Air Max nineties, I went pretty hard and, and completed a couple of different little sets that of sneakers that had been releasing. Although I missed on those hot corals this morning, which was kind of a surprise because I didn't think anybody would be going for that, but whatever. So those <laughs> apparently sold out in the men's sizes pretty quick. It was it was it was kind of weird. Uh, Modern times, man. Yeah, you know, but it's funny to me that the spruces are going to sit, and that's the men's shoe. But then the hot coral is like the women's colorway sells out all ASAP, but in the men's sizes. So, and I didn't think people were really clocking those like that. I feel like. The infrareds made sense when those sold out because it was kind of like, yeah, well, it's the infrared 90s. Of course, it's going to uh-huh. sell out, even though you, the resale is pretty much retail, uh, depending on your size from what I saw. But um, but uh, anyway, uh, so, yeah, I just kind of collect randomly. Sometimes I'm trying to complete a set. Maybe that might influence it if like the final shoe in that set is like on sale or something like that. And I'm like, OK, let's do it. Um other times I'll complete sets. A lot of times I'll buy a lot of sneakers, or at least is what I was doing. And then eventually some of them I'll hang on to for a long time and kind of collect them. And other ones I'll kind of like, I'll kind of get rid of them. You know what I mean? Like I'll just get tired of them or I won't see me wearing them really anymore. And then so I'll just kind of sell them and use that money to buy the next round. But right. um, yeah. so I might buy like 10 color. I remember I bought like six or seven pairs of tailwind fours last year and wound up keeping like the met the colorway i like the most but like for a minute i was just like addicted to just copping those things mm-hmm. and they kept going on sale so it made it really easy but recently uh i do still do that you know like i'll buy a6 gel light threes and still review them and still because i still like them you know mm-hmm. but nobody does it's not like people are really watching those videos that much but 
Uh, but occasionally, like every few, I will sit there and go out and go cop that sneaker and just basically kind of pull like a Seth Fowler and kind of cop the sneaker early, go to StockX or wherever I got to go. A lot of the sneakers, we just get them later in the United States, especially with all the hype like Dunk and Jordan releases now. So for the last like few dunks that I've gotten that I'm pretty sure would be like impossible to get uh, over here or ones I knew that were exclusively over there, when the what I want to get matches up with what I think people that watch my channel want to see, then I'll consider it. But also I'm looking right. at the retail and the resale can't be too crazy. So if it's like, you know, if it's like three times retail, then I'm going to probably be taking a pass. But if it's like two, uh, some of the dunks, you know, they haven't been that bad, uh, relatively speaking. So like, though, it's more like what I'm looking for, like something that makes sense for me to cop, but then uh, that's not me getting like ripped off way too bad. Uh, when you factor in that the video is going to, it's going to be what a lot of people subscribe to me to see. Right. So, uh, uh, so I have, I true that maybe like once a month. You know, I'll have speaking um, of YouTube, speaking of YouTube, how did how did you even what, what made you even want to start making like videos and start like sharing your uh, your your thoughts on, on sneakers and, and being on YouTube? Because because you've been at it for a minute, dude. Yeah, dude, you, you're one of like the, the first guys that I started watching. And then like it was crazy because like if I would YouTube a sneaker that I figured nobody would have it on feed on you were always the guy to have them on feet on you know thanks yeah and, and before before you answer i just i just want to say bro dude your on feet photos are like the standard like you said this <laughs> on feet photos because like thanks, man. When, when when i'm working on a video you know how we do the history videos and i need like an, a good on feet clip or, or, or video like it's always yours is always an option <laughs> you Google it, yeah and i'm yeah. like Yo, that's anthony and i'm like dude you should make like a a, a book of just all your on photos and call it like, I don't know, the uh, calendar or something. I don't know, like the, uh, a, a history of, of sneakers. Uh, uh, drop a calendar. Calendar or something like that. Yeah, because it's just so uniform and it's so you. Like, I can it's tell suggested it's suggested to me before. <laughs> I'm just super lazy. I got to do it. I got to I gotta put one together. Because uh, that's, you, you, people suggest that type of stuff to me a lot. But let's see what happened with the, especially if you search Google image, my photos are in there a lot. And the reason is because my day job is I do digital marketing. And so oh. like, uh, so like I know how SEO works and my stuff, like you said, has been out for a while, a lot of the pictures. So it's got the age, which definitely helps, but like, okay. So my YouTube channel, I, I, op I started it in 2013, but I didn't really do anything with it till like 2015. And the way I view my YouTube channel is kind of like an archive or like history book of like all the sneakers I either currently have or have collected. And uh, part of, there's a couple different reasons for it. First off, it's tied to my blog, which is like my website that basically will have like a write-up kind of of a review with the video embedded and some links to buy because partially I wanted to start, uh, I was like learning about affiliate marketing in 2015. Right. So I was like, let me start, mm -hmm. everyone was doing blogs. So I'm like, let me do a blog. Then I started going to YouTube and it was, if you watch a lot of my early videos, it was me trying to get you to click the link in the description. I mean, I was giving you the content or whatever, but like the main thing I was trying to get you to do was like click on the link and like, let me get some affiliate dollars when you buy something. So, um, I first I started, it was twofold. One was to document 
everything I had because uh, I had like rental insurance and I'm like, well, if like a fire happens or something, I want to be able to like point to over here. And I'm like, look at this video. You can't say I didn't own the shoe. Like I'm (laughs) sitting there wearing the shoe and talking about it in detail in the video. So clearly it's mine. Uh, And uh, so there was that factor. There was the affiliate marketing, but then there was also like, no, a lot of these videos weren't out there. And what I noticed was like a lot of the videos that were out there, the, the, I was always trying to see the shoe on feet and the on foot would always be delayed. And there would always be like, uh, you know, there would yeah. always just be a lot of like chatter yeah. before that. And now I understand, you know, YouTubers got a lot of stuff going on. Some of them, you know what I'm saying? So they uh-huh. have like, they have like, um, plugs. Uh, yeah, either they're sponsored or they have their own clothing mm-hmm. or they have this and this event when we were doing, you know, when you could do events and eventually when you can do them again, it'll be again. Uh, the So this and that place appearance they're going to be or whatever, what have you, right? Other business related to their brand that they need to talk about to their audience. So I get it. But at the end, like for me, um, you'll see like the, if you, you say I'm watching my videos a lot. And like, one of the things I tried to like, for you know, for a while. And one of the things I tried to focus on was at first, I just wanted really quick videos that show the shoe on feet because that's what all I ever wanted to see. I remember. That. But after a while, after a while, I started to like, not really like that as much because then I found myself looking for videos that were a little bit longer than that, because there's not enough time to really get content and really see the shoe. If you're just seeing it on feet for about 90 seconds, that's not enough for me now, you know, especially having touched like as many sneakers as I'm sure all of us have. That's like you if before you're going to plunk down some more money and you're actually gone to the lengths to look up a review on the sneaker and sit there and like go through reviews. You're looking for good shots of the shoe, maybe something actually insightful being said about the material or like some maybe mm-hmm. if you like that person, then you want a little bit more of a personal touch or whatever draws you to them. Uh, for me personally, like, um, I always wanted to do, once I started adding talking and voiceovers to the videos, I always wanted to focus on not having too much of a ramble when I'm actually trying to talk about the shoe. Like if I'm going to have a ramble, like either talk about it later or talk about it in a separate video when we're on the shoe, like aside from a few little touch points as to why I got the shoe, why do I like it and any personal story around the shoe briefly. I'm trying to sort of keep the facts going. And what I notice is like a lot of guys that are bigger, what they'll do is they're trying to get that like eight, 10 minute long video. So they'll um, talk a little bit, right? Big, long intro, talk about the channel, talk about the brand, starting to finally get to the review and the shots don't have any information while you see the shot. It's more cinematic. Like you just see the shoe and the music plays loud. Right. And you see angles, you see the shoe going in slow motion, lots of slow-mo B-roll. Right. Then they talk a little bit about the shoe, but usually they're just like, oh, I think it's tight. You know, it's red and orange. Yep. <laughs> uh, you know, there's leather on it, you know, and they tell you like some basic stuff that you could see just from like looking at a picture of it, you mm-hmm. know. So I'm like, OK, let me if that's how I've tried to like improve over time is to give you like more on feet throughout the video. That's, I know that's what you want to see, but then what I'm talking about is like more like I actually go and research a little bit, like look up the shoe kind of 
nothing close to what you guys do. You guys have like entirely research based yeah. video that'll be, you know, tens of minutes long. But like for me, I'm trying to just have it be like under 10 minutes usually. And so I'll talk about the shoe and I want to really talk about it. So you really know and understand everything about that shoe. And you've seen enough by the time that video is over. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you can, you can decide at that point, like, did I arm you with enough to decide uh, if you like that shoe enough to actually put your money down or keep it moving? And yeah. so that's for my reviews anyway, that's what I've grown into. But yeah. Yeah. When I'm researching a shoe for a video, I'm researching a shoe to buy. Like yours are always the most exhaustive, like informative uh, videos that I come across personally. For sure. Yeah. Some of my, I mean, I like you guys channel for like general history because it's usually not a specific model, but it's like a, it's like about, a, so uh, it is the model, but it's not like a certain colorway. And then uh, also um, uh, I like Nightwing a lot, yeah, he's uh, great. Or, you know, wear testers because he's, yeah. he also brings the facts, but he, uh, his personal touch is good on that one. And he seems like a, he seems like a chill dude. And then, uh, I think that's a lot of it too. Those like do the people making the video or doing the voiceover sound chill is kind of part of it. Um, and uh, uh, who else? Uh, there's one other guy that I really like. Um, uh, blanking on the name that shows you just how much. Uh, I was just watching it today. It was um, highly addictive. Nine, oh, I like uh, highly addictive. I do like, but he does. He needs to make more content like uh, yeah i don't, yeah. I don't know if, I mean, he's the same as us i don't know if he i don't know if he how much sneakers he's buying right now or if he's just uh if he just gets more like the occasional pickup versus i'm more like i got two cops a week or something you know but like uh um he uh uh i like sean go oh yeah uh for another guy for just getting facts about the shoe yeah he's um, fantastic yeah, so got people like that appeals to me, but then I'm a little older and I do know that like the more like sort of like uh louder and like maybe um funnier type style videos, I think might appeal to more like uh like the younger demographic who buys a lot of sneakers and watches a lot of YouTube. So it makes sense to me to go why why you would want to go that way. Um mm -hmm. and like uh, I've thought about it before, but like I'm not that like goofy and funny i mean i am but not to where i could do it on camera well i don't think you know what i mean so like i don't i can't really do the like why well, i guess i can't i guess i can't say i can't like the corny jokes that you slide in there yeah well you know i mean i just gotta keep it awkward at least once per video before i just dive into the facts so i just get it it's like a shot in the arm right in the beginning <laughs> yeah they're getting funnier and funnier every time i hear them you know what i mean i was just watching the rivalry low video I forgot what you said, but you're like, you know, it's a rivalry. I was like, oh, this <laughs> yeah, they're usually free. They used to be freestyles. In the time of those videos, they were I was starting it, and it was more like I would just come up with something right when I was recording. And uh, one thing I started doing last year was starting to actually make like a script so that I could, because uh, I noticed I would just say a lot of ums and uhs, and there would be a lot of dead time. Mm -hmm. And then I wouldn't, and then, but then if I edited all that out, there'd be like, two minutes of content so i'm like okay i need to like come up with what i'm gonna say because i'm forgetting stuff uh and i need to like um go that route and ever since i've done that like i feel like the videos have gotten more like you know like okay dot 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 about the shoe 
you know, and I feel like that's, uh, that's more, that's where I'm trending anyway. Yeah, for sure. Um, do you remember, do you remember like which video it was that like kind of, uh, like what would have been your most successful videos? Is it usually like a, uh, is it, are you usually like caught off guard? Cause we're always caught off guard. Like when we go, if we do go viral or when we do have a video that like, that, that does well, it's always just like a random ass video that we put like zero effort into. Like, is it for you, is it usually like some like hyped up release that you got early or, or is it always just like a random ass? Like, Oh shit. Like, I don't know why people are loving the uh, the Air Force One craft video or, or people are loving this. They video. love that video, honestly. I have an Air Force One craft <laughs> video that has a bunch of views on it. And mm-hmm. uh, I think it can, there's a number of factors that could, and it could be any one or a combination. So things that I think make a pop in YouTube video, uh, it's just, a lot of times it's not the one you think. That is true. Like you'll think like, oh, this one's about to take off. And then you put it up and then it's just kind of does all right. But like, uh, if you're the only one that has that video and it's a shoe that people are searching a lot for right then, and I think that's how the craft, my craft one did pretty well, uh, which I was surprised because I didn't really think people were really looking up air force ones on YouTube like that. Um, and a couple of blazer videos I had that were just like, you know, like I remember the blazer low video I had, uh, like I did one video, and it was like did terrible and i was like no one cares about these and then but i still had two other colorways to review so i just slammed them both into one review i was like let me just get this over with so like i just did it um because i i gotta review everything i buy right so i'm like okay you know like i said it's an archive so i'm like all right so i go i do it and like some of them actually have like over time i've done like pretty well I, you know i do okay in youtube search so a lot of my videos are more like a slow burn right uh, yeah. my randomest most successful video i think now is the jordan mids versus highs video that i made like a couple years ago i was like way skinnier in it you could tell it was back it was in the day <laughs> and it wasn't even it was super short it wasn't really i'm not gonna say it's even that great of a video but you know i was just it was just a freestyle that day and i guess a lot of people are looking up jordan one mids versus highs on youtube and so, uh, and I've seen a lot of people with those videos now. I feel like, I feel like now, well, we have a Facebook group called sneaker enthusiast and, and like whenever there's like a big reaction to like a post, like somebody would be like, somebody will write like mids or trash or somebody will write like, you know, why can't people who like highs and like mids get along and shit. And it'll be like 800, yeah. 2000 comments. I'm like, you know, <laughs> I'm thinking like, yo, we got to make a video like that. So people will react. We could, yeah exactly we could, but it it actually doesn't work because i made it we made it i just we just made a video about bots um and it was still it still didn't i don't know dude it's it's it's, it's, like it's a, a dud it's like a mystery like youtube you know it's, viral on youtube is a mystery it's you know like i said if you try to go for it it's like trying to make a hit song and it's like and you're never gonna make it you're gonna stumble on that bad boy uh and the same thing with the vid it's gonna be surprising uh, I do know if I do a dunk vid and it's early, if you get a shoe early and review it, it's, and it's a, it's even semi-popular, it's going to get the views for sure because people want to see it. And if you have it early, they want to see it. I mm-hmm. noticed like it, as a reviewer that's been doing it for a while, I can sometimes get away with reviewing like an old shoe or a shoe that's not that popular because people still want to get my take on it. Even if a lot of people reviewed it already, but uh, like they just want the treatment that I'm going to do, yeah. you know, they want, they want to see it in my style. Uh, and that, that's what I'm guessing. 
So some videos kind of do that. Like I remember getting the the NY to Paris okay. Jordan one. Yeah. It's not a super popular video now, but like I I got it like a year late or something. And I was like, you know what? I review everything. So I'm going to go ahead and do this review. And I think I even put like late in the in the title. And then uh, it's still like that first week or two, it still kind of went off. My most popping video besides the mids versus one video is on a random pair of Air Max 90s. It was a pair of Air Max 90. Remember the essentials? It would be like Nike would yeah. come out these basic colorways i had a colorway that was all black suede upper it had mesh on the toe box though but it was all black suede upper air max 90 with a white midsole and i think outsole and the swoosh was like a metallic silver kind of like uh almost kind of like some takashi twos but in an air max 90 and without the etching Mm -hmm. uh so kind of like that uh and basically that video has like a hundred something thousand views on it. And like, it's about a minute and 15 seconds or a minute and a half. And it's just like my old style of just like, here's the shoe real quick. I talk about it real quick. That shoe is super random. You're not going to find it in any store. No, but I think it must've just hit for that air max 90 search is the most I could figure for like a number of years, like two or three years. And so people just kept seeing that video. Um, Maybe the, I don't know. Like being a subscriber and uh, being a subscriber, like before, like we were even into it, sneaker YouTube. Like, I think for for me and I, maybe even for 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 my brother Nacho, <clears throat> like your channel, it sometimes like it, it's more for me. It's more just like let me just see like what Anthony's been copping because I want to cop some shoes and I kind of can't really make up my <laughs> mind on what I want. It's like I'm going shopping almost. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm looking through the shoes and I'm like, ooh, those are clean. Ooh, those are clean. And I'll watch the video and I'm like, oh, okay, these these Air Force One, you know, crafts, you know, I need to get a pair of those. Like, or they're uh, sick. You know, like I <laughs> you're almost it's almost like a of a, a store almost in a way. Like, and maybe that's what it was. Like people were just like, Oh, yo, those are those are those Air Force, I mean, those Air Maxes are slept on. Like, you know, here's this dude and he's showing it in this high quality way. Maybe. I don't know. But that that's for me, that's what the your channel is. Oh, one of the ways I kind of engage with it, but you know, there's, there's, uh, there's other For ways. Sure, yeah. But uh, yeah, I bet. I mean, whichever way, as long as it's helpful to you, I, that's, I mean, obviously I'm doing it for me on the whole archive tip, but then uh, if I was just archiving it just for me, they would still be short videos. Cause I would just put way less effort, you know, but the fact that I'm going to sit there and film for like an hour with multiple cameras and then turn around and like edit for another two hours you know, to get the, everything. And then, uh, uh, two hours. I envy you, bro. Two hours. Yeah. Oh, I'm quick now because I've, trust me, like I get into, when I used to use Sony Vegas, it would take me forever to edit. But then again, like I said, I'm editing like eight and 10 minute long videos and your videos are way longer with a lot more, um, layers, uh, a lot more cuts and stuff. Like yeah. I try to keep it to about three layers at most two yeah. to three video layers because like Mark. i it's like me talking b-roll mostly b-roll and then maybe like some photo overlays where needed to like further explain something like mm-hmm. uh i actually just did a review today for some asics um i think that video is going to come out on monday i mean i know it is because i scheduled it for monday i think uh, it's coming out monday uh and uh it's uh it's that new uh katumatsu pack which is like there's the misty pine yeah it's like a it kind of looks like the sea crystals almost kind of but like in a in a uh there was also like uh, a 
pink one, right? Or like a white. That's the like, one I got. Like a dragon that's fruit looking one, right? Or, or something like that. It's beige with like a pink A6 right. stripes on the side. Those are kind uh, of cool. And they're actually, they're super nice in hand though. See, people don't know, but that's suede in hand. And a brand like Asics, uh, I mean, I touch on this in the video a little bit, but a little preview is that I, I was thinking about this and it's like when I first started, it was like SBs and Jordans were popping. Then there was this little phase in like early 2010 where like retro runners were getting real big. And then so New Balance had a surge, not this current one, but a previous surge, uh, mostly 998s, 997s, 999s, and like that type of stuff. Uh, The Made in USA stuff was blowing up uh, in the forums as well as uh, like Asics, Gel I3s, when I'm, I can't remember when Ronnie Feig, Feig, Feig started doing his uh, stuff uh, at first with ASICs, but stuff was blowing up and even Saucony. And um, uh, there was a lot more people also collecting. I mean, people still do collect these these brands, but uh, that's where I started to kind of see them because there would be like the other brands, you know, yeah. threads in the forum. And I would go look and I'm like, oh, OK, Saucony, ASICs. So I started copping ASICs. And one thing I noticed with the ASICs is the Gel Light 3 is like one of the more popular, if not the most popular among collectors for collecting. And especially because most of the collabs are coming out on the Gel Light 3s that are well known. Uh, and the, I guess the Gel Light 5 as well. But uh, point being... The Gel Light 5, I, I think, is better. It's, uh, it's, it's If you like that sock booty fit, it definitely is for sure. I like the Gel Light 5 as well. Uh, I do think that in general, what I'm seeing from ASICs now, they're spending a lot more time on the three than five uh, because about a couple years ago, ASICs had a sharp fall off of popularity. And I started looking at some of the ASICs Gel I3s that came out at that time, and they really started to jack the shape up on the Gel I3. So in the day, what was cool about the Gel I3 was the nice pointy slope, the very retro runner look. It looked great on feet, looked like you had some daggers on. And um, eventually what they did was they gave it more and more of the banana toe on the general releases. And so it looked like they just weren't putting any effort in it, just kind of riding off the popularity, which is what a lot of these brands will do when they get a shoe popping for a while. Mm-hmm. Sort of like you get Adidas and then all the of a sudden they're going to crank out like 20 million ultra boosts, yeah. right? And it's like uh, people it. only really want the gray and the, it's whatever. So, um, uh, so now with this the 30th anniversary last year with all those og colorways asics dropped on the gel light three they started to bring the shape back and now on the grs they're actually bringing materials back into it too so for the ogs it was it was like the felt suede you know and all that because i think that's how the og would have been and mm-hmm. back in 1990 you know would have been made out of not the super like premium materials but these these katumatsus the the, the daruma doll a lot of Japanese influence uh, themes I'm noticing, but uh, yeah. those, uh, the quality of materials is surprising for a $120 shoe. Um, especially, I'm not saying you're getting like New Balance made quality, but you're getting like some pretty good bang for the buck. If you like the Gel Light 3, which I know it's not everyone's cup of tea, so people can't get with the split tongue, whatever. But like, in my opinion, that's my thing. In my opinion, uh, the uh, and I noticed that, especially if you're like a wide footer, for example, uh, it's going to cause <laughs> it's going to cause an issue because if you 
get it at the normal size that you would get, then it's not going to close over the top of your feet. And if you go bigger to counteract that, now you got this like loose toe box in the front. And the point is that the toe box is supposed to be nice and sleek. That's like why you buy it, why you're getting that shoe on that model is to get that sleek look with the little, little flap tongues all closed up. Uh, yeah. But I do, if you can fit a gel like three is dope because your feet just kind of slide right in. Like that's what's perfect about it. But uh, the, anyway, they're putting the shape back. That's what they started doing. They started making it look, I'm not saying it's perfect like how it was, but like exactly like that, but they're making them better. And the banana toe is a big, t- if you're in any type of runner, or even if you've probably been watching my videos, you probably heard me say some about this, but the banana toe is like a big turnoff. Unless you're talking a runner that's supposed to be chunky in the front, like a, like a Merrimax Tri-X 96 or something, right? Like a blocky blocky shoe. But like, if it's not supposed to be blocky, then I'm looking for that pointy dagger toe. You know what I mean? I want that sleek look on feet. That's the point. I want my, I want my Air Maxes sleek. I want my ones and nineties. I don't want that brick toe, that shovel yeah. toe in the front. It looks janky. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Fun fact, um, actually, those, uh, you know, the the banana toe, like the fixing video that you have, mm-hmm. that was the first video I ever watched of you. And it, and I did it to my, oh, for sure. and I did it to my Nike air stabs, you know what I mean? Because the, the, the air stabs, the retros, they have that, that super banana toe, you know, <laughs> it, it almost looks like a thumb. It's a shame. Yeah. They need a, they need a retro. That shovel toe. ASAP. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I would love because I'm, I, you know, I wasn't paying it. I'll admit I wasn't paying attention to the air stabs in the day. And now I'll be seeing people rocking the pairs from like the time that you're talking about. And, uh, and uh, by that point, they've worn them a bunch of times and the toe has just relaxed naturally mm-hmm. because they, uh, you know, if you wear the shoe until it's like right almost beat, yeah, then the toe will relax eventually because it'll just kind of conform to your foot. Uh, but yeah, when it comes out the box though, and it's not just the toe box either from the top, it's also the midsole coming up from the bottom, which is why if you're really going to reshape it, then you got to like kind of bend, you kind of got to do both techniques. You got to kind of bend the, bend the midsole down and then do the iron on the top to like get it slopey. But I kind of quit doing that because they've been doing better on the shapes on the newer stuff. It hasn't been as necessary. And that way I don't have to mess with my shoes as much and it's less effort and uh if you're buying an all suede shoe it's kind of tough because you can you can jack the suede up if you don't if you're not careful and i've right. i've messed up a couple pairs uh getting too reckless and with the uh with the shape reshape yo so so you know staying on the topic of sneaker youtube because we're all three of us are sneaker youtubers like um you're so you i think you're like i feel like you might be like one of the only like people like with a you know a a, con, a a significant following who actually buys all their their sneakers like i feel like most people who get like who review shoes like they are getting seated the shoes and they're getting they're getting sent the shoes but i feel like you know i feel like you might be like one of the only like real shoe reviewers out there who like actually buys the shoes and has to like wait to get them and stuff Oh, for sure. Um, like I said, I only do the early shoe thing like every now and then now just to do it for like, usually it's on a dunk and usually it's on something that's like not really running more than 200 bucks. But like, otherwise, yeah, I'm buying my own shoes. I'm going on the sneakers app just like everyone else. I used to be able to really get from bills, 
uh, as the local skate shop. And Mm -hmm. what happened with that was um, they, everyone thought I had like some kind of, I was cool with the guys there for sure. I got a buddy that's, I mean, I consider him a buddy. I don't know if he thinks I'm his friend or whatever, but like, you know, the homie works there and, uh, uh, and uh, he's a chill guy and the owner's chill. Uh, But that has never only one time have I ever like benefited from that in terms of me getting a shoe. And that was because I happened to walk in and they had a pair that happened to be in my size that someone happened to flake on picking up that mm-hmm. it was getting held for. Cause what they do is like a first come first serve type. Uh, yeah. First come first serve type and they run it off a list. So like you basically got to like jump on it to get on this list and the only reason I'm saying this now is because they already announced that's how they do it. Like if you go on their Instagram back to the Travis Scott SBs when those came out, mm-hmm. they had this big long post about it because people were being all types of crazy for those shoes. And they're like, whoa, okay, you know, like here's how it's done. And they explained how to do it. And ever since everybody caught on, like I can't call the shop fast enough to even get in the first come, first serve. So it's just like I, I just can't rely on that to like get sb dunks and uh i only with the sbs like i like sbs obviously i started collecting off sbs but it's not like it's boring to me to just buy every dunk that comes out and review it so like that's why i gotta get other stuff because like if i just buy all dunks like that's cool if that's your thing i'm not knocking people that only do the dunks uh that's fine because some collectors are like that um you know, they got a stack and it's like pink box, pink box, pink box, silver, 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 orange, orange, orange. And that's what their collection looks like. But yeah, um, uh, but and that's 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 tight, you know. But for me personally, like if I get a pair of SBs over here, the next shoe got to be like an Air Max 90. And if I just bought some Air Max 90s, then the next shoe got to be like some Air Force Ones and then maybe some Jordans. And I will binge cop certain models, you know, like I'll cop like a bunch of Air Max ones or something like that. But then after that, like few pairs, it's on to the next um, with SBs and dunks and like Jordan ones kind of being the more consistent, uh, you know, like I will always I will always be like copping those, you know, I like those shoes. I've stuck with those. But uh, but. I'm always mixing it up, trying to throw something else in there just because like otherwise uh, it's, uh, you know, varieties of the spice of life, as they say. That's true. Yeah. I mean, and, and the reason I, the, the only reason I brought that up is just because I feel like people have this misconception that like you get every, you know, a sneaker YouTuber because you do sneaker, you get all the free nah. shit. Like, bro, we're at 100K. Yeah. We're, we're, we're selling hella pairs of Nike Cortezes off our 2 million views on that Nike history, uh, Cortez yeah. video and like nike's not hitting nobody up <laughs> they're not like it is- yeah for sure yeah. for sure no they'll just take that free marketing all day if yeah. they're nike they could do that i now i have gotten free shoes twice okay out of all the shoes i probably have 700 videos probably more reviews i hid some of the pickup videos i had uh just i tried to get the channel i reorganized my channel a couple years ago and took a bunch of bids down but my, my first review is still up it sucks but it's there but um <laughs> the uh not all my early stuff that sucks it's still up if you want to go look at like how terrible the old stuff was same, but like same. uh you know just for fun but uh the um i got I, the pair of puma cell enduras uh puma actually saw my post of uh, some other puma i think some puma suede on reddit 
uh-huh. and they DM me on Reddit and it was somebody that was like a Redditor that worked at Puma and they were like, hey, you know, we want to hook you up with the pair. I didn't even have to review it or do anything. It wasn't like a trade. They were just like, want these? And it was like the gray pair, the Mita, the Mita pair, uh, which uh, eventually I got rid of those because it was it's it was too clunky of a shoe. But I liked the shoe and that was a free shoe. So it was cool. I do still have the one Saucony sent me, though, because Saucony is a brand that I like. When I first started, I heavily messed with Saucony for like a while and they were a lot bigger too. Um, I think they kind of fell back off the collectible and like originals, you know, and really, really marketing those uh, in the past couple of years. And so um, in any case, uh, I mean, they still make them, they still come out with stuff, you know, Azuras Mm -hmm. and stuff like that, but it was a pair of the, the grid Azura and it's kind of like in a warrior's color kind of colorway, like white with like light blue and yellow. Okay. I think it might have been the first colorway. And they sent me it with like, they sent me, they hooked it up. It was like a, a the shoe and uh, it came with like a, a, like a, like a track jacket that video? type thing and, and a shirt. The influencer package. Yeah, like the influencer pack. So I did get that one time. Um, now I've <laughs> noticed, I've noticed the guy i've seen the different other bigger youtubers like phases that they've gone through because there was one where everyone was getting shoes from champs for a while i noticed but it would always be like some shoe that nobody wanted but then (laughs) since they got it from champs now they got to do a video and so they like open this big champs box and there's like you know um Puma Clyde? I don't know. Some, yeah, some <laughs> something in there that's like from from Champs. Like they got in a special box and everything type shoe, but nobody cares about it. And then there's a um, and then uh, I then I saw uh, again like I noticed like with Seth Valor, he'll straight up say like, "Oh, I bought these on StockX or whatever," you know. So he'll he'll yeah. do that. He's I've seen him, but he I seen that video where actually I'm gonna have a video on the eBay authentication, uh, one of my next videos, because, uh, I did that as well just to test it out and I've got uh-huh. my own feedback. Uh, it's actually going to be a review, but I'm going to talk about how I got the shoe and, and it will, there will be a little segment on that, let's say, but, um, anyway, he will do that, but then he'll also get shoes and he's pretty transparent. I'm not sure some of these other guys, actually, I mean, I've seen guys go to the mall and buy the shoe. So yeah. I th- actually, honestly, I think a lot of times, like, I don't know, maybe if you're like uh, Kaius Omar or something like that, you might get, a fr- I have no idea. Honestly, I feel like I've seen him go and buy the shoe in the mall too, you know? So I don't really know anyone that's really getting, getting shoes. Yeah. And I wouldn't assume they were getting shoes because most of these brands, I don't, I think they just look at uh, shoe tubers as like free marketing especially if they're Nike, because we're always going to be buying Nikes to review. And so they're always just going to get that free bump. Uh, you know what I mean? And then meanwhile, though, because that's the shoes everybody wants. So it's like they don't need to worry about marketing the Jordan ones. The YouTubers will help them to market that for <laughs> sure. And everybody on Instagram and everybody else. So they don't they're they don't need to give these guys Jordan ones. Shout out to Puma and shout out to Sakani, though. Shout them out, bro. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, no, that's those two things were like made me feel like even though my channel actually wasn't even that big at the time, but they made me feel like I made it, you know, I was like, cool, I got free, you know, and I was like, I was hitting up, you know, like I was down to get more, more sponsored Sauconies. I mean, I would do more Saucony videos, but uh, they're, you know, these, like I said, these days, like a lot, you know, they're not really pumping out the Shadow 5000, you know, banger colorways like they had in the day. 
Right. Uh, and they have some, but they're like, you can only buy them overseas and stuff. They don't really sell it on the, yeah. the US side and all this. But yeah, man, I mean, you know, uh, I'm sure it happens. And usually it's pretty obvious when it happens on these channels because it's the shoe they don't want to review. And they're like, I'm going to wind up giving this away or something they'll say. Right. And then uh, uh, it's like that. But like any of the hype shoes, like there's no way they're getting those free. Uh, at least, I mean, I don't know how big you got to be, but I'm pretty sure most sneaker YouTubers aren't. Maybe if you're a really, maybe if you're like a, I think the only one getting them for free is either Fomer, Seth, or or Jacques. That's it. Those are the top three. Yeah, and I'm sure it's not every shoe either because yeah. they'll they tell the stories about how they struck out and had to go to the this and that store yeah, or whatever true. it is, and then and maybe they're not getting it for free from. The, from the brand you know they're not getting it from nike but maybe they'll have a store that hooks them up as long as they get a shout out and put the link down there yeah. uh there that could be the case you know or they could be doing affiliate where they just want you to click on the link and then they get it cut you know whatever it is um if you look in their video description they'll probably tell you something they should legally be uh in any case, uh, but uh, that's neither here nor there. You know, that's not my experience. I've had to buy. I spent, <laughs> I mean, I do my taxes, you know what I mean? At the end of oh, the yeah. day for my business. And I look at like what got spent on sneakers and it's like significant. Yeah. Dang. Like, yeah, you know, it took a while to get to this point, though. But like, um, <laughs> yeah, you know, but it's like, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty up there. Uh, Could have bought a car yeah straight, yeah straight well but yeah and like i like i said i'll sell too to like afford you know and now that the youtube channel i mean you know youtube isn't really like uh it isn't really like baller status in terms of like the payments <laughs> that youtube gives you but uh it's nope. it's enough to like to like for me at least to like be able to do you know the more expensive early pair or something like that once a month you know like the, yeah. it, it does allow me a little bit more freedom to do something like that um but yeah most of the income on sneakers still comes from me when i try to like sell pairs to get new pairs you know because when i'm doing the taxes it's all kind of like one thing you know it's just, it's yeah. you know what's really dope about us what we get to do or like how we're how we're blessed i guess would be that our thing that we like a hobby if you will can also provide some income it's like and the yeah. more you put in into doing what you're doing like the more you can get out of it so it's one of those things like i get to go in make a video talk all about sneakers uh be in, in the sneaker world you know talking to sneakerheads and just different stuff like that and it's you take the good with the bad there but it is what it is but you know you're i'm out there and it's and i get to be in my hobby that i like and and actually see some return from it and like have a nice little side thing going so it's like uh it's uh and and i can and, you know and now i can put it into my taxes and stuff like that so that's not something you can normally do with a hobby so for sure well hey man tony we uh we really appreciate you having having you on and and, and we we just want to be respectful of your time and we don't want to we want to eat up too much of your of your evening oh, for sure, yeah. um no it's all good guys but uh i was could, could you just kind of like uh to wrap things up can you just talk about your current um sneaker rotation if you have one or do you just kind of like walk into your into your collection room and you're just like mm, i think i'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna try on these today um a little from column a and a little from column b but i'll say uh first off the two 
the two beaters, what it probably gets worn the most is uh, 2010 Air Max 95 Neons and 2010 Air Max 90 Infrareds. And that's because I just got the newer retros this year. So the older ones got rotated to beaters. And so I've been, those 2010 90s is like, I'm taking out the trash. I'm walking to the store. I'm like doing this, that, and the other. Uh, it's raining out. I'm wearing them. So those things are getting destroyed and they're getting worn off in. Uh, my general rotation is I'll usually do like an SB and then I'll do a different shoe. And okay. I do that because, uh, because, uh, even though I don't have to like wear my shoes to like suit whatever sort of like social media I'm doing, but at the same time, it's, um, it does actually help me to like have some sort of a method to like Rotate. figure yeah. out what shoes I'm aware, you know? So it's like, uh -huh. okay, you know what? Like, I should probably wear like a dunk today. So like I'll go to the dunks and then I'm like, okay, I did a dunk yesterday though. So yeah. that's boring. Let me go over here. Let me come over to the nineties now. And to be honest, like I've been wearing Air Max 90 colorways a lot, uh, dunks obviously all the time. Um, and I've been trying to rotate in more new balance and ASICs and stuff like that. I've been feeling the gel light threes and the, uh, the nine, nine twos and stuff like that a lot recently, as well as, uh, some of these nine, nine sevens I picked up uh, in the last year, uh, and, uh, a couple of Jordans, you know, I had sold a lot of my Jordans that weren't Air Jordan ones. And so I just got, um, some other types of Jordans in, um, starting to build my Jordan collection back up again, you know? And so I've been kind of like trying to wear those, uh, mm -hmm. a little bit more, you know, uh, not trying to stick so much to just the OG colorways this time around. That was like my policy before, but, then yeah. you just wind up there's nothing wrong with that you know that it, there is something to that you know but you do you do wind up with a lot of black red and white jordans pretty much so it's like that's cool but like if you're like me and you just want to just have different stuff yeah then that's you know i've been like looking at some of the new stuff uh like i picked the cool queries I, uh, those aren't new but uh, uh for example the uh you know like those navy threes that are coming out are intriguing right yeah. uh, uh -huh. kind of cool uh and uh, and stuff like that took a pass on the topaz fours though i wasn't really for sure you know which ones i'm talking about those the ones that people were trying to say were like the travis samples which ones the topaz fours yeah i know what you're talking about oh yeah 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 they're like beige yeah uh the the thing that got me on those was that cracked leather with the suede like i wish they'd have just been all one or all the other but the the when I was watching it on videos on here, I could see it. Like I could see the difference and my eye like wasn't liking it, what I was seeing. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I want to like these because everyone else seems to love these. And it's just, I don't want to be the guy that doesn't get it. You know, I'm like, but now I'm like, uh, no, nah, I just, that's not my thing, but I'm not a fan. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Now speaking of OG colorways, I would like to see the military four if any four yeah. comes out i want to see the military four with the nike air on the back mm -hmm. uh then um and i would like to see the fire red three with the nike air on the back so of the two of any two jordan retros uh that are coming out those two would be the ones i would like to see next um but i neither of those i think are in the cards for this year uh so far uh there's a bunch of other stuff's been announced though that seems pretty cool so well we will see hopefully hopefully yeah. hopefully it goes down bro we uh, appreciate you having having you on and, and and thanks for sharing your your deep knowledge of sneakers and talking the ins and outs of of the, the YouTubes. youtubes of youtube yeah you know for saying? sure 
let me know if you guys want to do another one maybe in the future and then uh, yeah. can go yeah. we can go somewhere else with it but this was fun guys yeah we're gonna all try right, to man. blow it up we're gonna try to blow Be it up cool. and, and maybe we'll have like a, a studio set up and we you know you can come down to fresno or you drop a booth man you know what i mean we'll throw a 16 in there real quick you know what i mean come out <laughs> oh for sure just throw some bars real quick. alter ego tony diamonds you mean ah. drop some bars real quick yeah 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 well and then also because you guys have that group on facebook and i'm sure like you know like if they had any questions or anything like that like maybe we could do something where we could answer oh that would be dope that'd be hella dope yeah and the next episode we're, we're going to talk about we're going to talk more about about your hip-hop your hip-hop journey so yeah well it's all interlinked i mean sneakers and hip-hop it's it's yeah it's been together since since day one pretty much so yes sir all right bro yep all right man all right guys all right man be cool have a good night dude peace all right guys i hope you guys enjoyed that super nerdy talk that we had about sneakers with anthony levine we loved having him on he's super dope watch his channel it's really awesome like i said like i feel like i'm going shopping when i'm on his youtube channel because he just cops so many sneakers that are dope and he really goes into deep like super super detail on the shoes that he picks up and i love that about his channel and we've been a big fan of his of me and nacho both have been really into his 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 youtube channel for for a long time before we even started doing youtube so shout out to anthony levine thanks for being on man and thank you guys for listening uh if this is your first time listening please uh follow us if you've been listening to us for a minute now it would really 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 help us out if you left us a review on itunes we'd love to hear from you and who knows maybe i'll read the review out loud here on the show and we can be friends forever <laughs> no nah, but for real leave us a review it really helped nacho and us out um that's it for this week guys we will catch you guys on next sunday with a brand new episode and appreciate you guys listening hope you're having a marvelous evening morning day wherever it is you are in the world thank you so much for tuning in have a great day peace